Welcome to Mom Fashions, an honest discussion about the beauty and burden of motherhood. I'm Emily. And I'm Beth. And we hope these next few minutes encourage, inspire, and remind you that we are all in this together. This is Mom Fashions, a Fort Worth Moms production. Episode 22, The Beauty and Burden of Living Through a Pandemic. Well, Mom Fashions listeners, we are still uh, staying home during this pandemic. It has been kind of a wild ride um, for, <laughs> for each of us. Yeah, even our recording situation has been so strange. I am currently under my stairs in a closet and Emily is um, in her office at her house. I'm in a, a makeshift blanket tent, and we're just, we're making this work. We're sticking it all together with bubblegum and tape. And so as you listen to our episodes, you may hear sounds of our lives going on in the background because we've got kids at home, like many of you, uh, Emily, not so much, but I have a lot of pets in my house, um, and just life happens around us, and so we are excited to be um, coming at you from our our homes and joining you in this whole stay-at-home movement um, for the sake of you and everyone around us, and so... Um, Emily, I want to know how you're holding up over there. <laughs> First, I just want to say that Harry Potter would be so happy to hear that you are in the cupboard under the stairs. I feel very wizardly. This is how I answer it every time anybody asks me. I say, we're hanging in there because I can't in like a truthful response say, oh yeah, we're good. We're fine. How are you? Um, But also, it's not all like doom and gloom, like crisis living over here. Um, we're hanging in there. That's how we're doing. You know, I feel like that's that's the only response, right? It's like we're we're making it work. We're making it work. And yeah, I mean, there are days when I'm like, hey, like, you know, this slower pace and kind of just having this extra family time it's all right. It's not so bad. And then there are days where I, I feel so claustrophobic that I like almost don't even want to wear clothes. I'm like, I can't have anything else constricting me right now. <laughs> in fact, I just, uh, just before I came in here for this recording, I, I walked by my bedroom window, which looks out into the backyard and all of my children are stripped down to their underwear and um, are helping my husband, who is fully clothed, by the way, um, paint our new chicken coop, because that's one of the ways we're making it work around here. The announcement of school being canceled for the rest of this school year was super hard on me, but it also helped me. Helped me in the sense that that wasn't kind of like... Are we going back? Are we not going back? Are we going to go back the last week of May? Are we not going to go back? Like, what's this? You know, like, kind of having that peace 
like answered for me knowing, okay, we aren't going back. These children are going to be home without school for five months. I know that now. I We can move forward in this knowledge. It's not this kind of what's going to happen in May question. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it probably was one of my greatest sadnesses or greatest losses that I've had for for myself and for both my children. Um, like I mentioned, my youngest was in her pre-K year. So she starts kindergarten in the fall. And um, we have been at that preschool for eight years. For me, it was a terrible loss. Like when I left that Friday before spring break, I did not know that was the last time I was going to be at that school. Like I have teachers to hug. I have the smells of the school to smell again when I walk in the door. Like I have, they have loved my littles for eight years. And I'm so sad to have lost that. And then for my third grader, it's been much harder on her. um, Not having that closure with your teachers and your friends. And so many fun things happen in May, particularly at school. There's splash day and field day and they have a thing called artapalooza and she was going to have her third grade play and all of those things you know have been lost one of one of the hardest things for me kind of wrapped up in all this is I had planned in March April and May when we got back from spring break that I was going to take off of work every Thursday because these would be my last days of one-on-one time with Louisa before she went to school. Like my last days of just she and I without her sister having those kind of quiet mornings and just doing something fun together while she was a little girl. And I came undone when I realized that I have lost this. Um, It's just like, I'm never going to get that time back. So Like, what are things that you've thought about or losses that y'all have felt, burdens that you've been carrying through all this? Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's definitely a sense of grief over just certain things. Um, Similar to you, just my middle child um, is in pre-K this year at um, our church. And so realizing she's not going to get to do that um, graduation ceremony, you know, and they always do a really, really special sweet mother's tea with the pre-K kids. And so just the fact that she's going to be missing those things, but in, in reality, she doesn't really know, but that I'm going to miss those things. Right. Yeah. It's you there. It's you that's sad about it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, you know, those are experiences that I wanted to have with her, um, that I just won't get to. And so I am, I'm, I'm grieving those things. And then, you know, grieving, um, hearing them talk about their friends and wishing that they could, um, play with them, you know, things like that. Um, I'm grieving, you know, missing my own friends, honestly, like getting to see them face to face and hug their necks. And, you know, those are those are hard things. You know, as petty as it seems, I'm also grieving just wandering around Target. Like, I just want to get a cart and I just want to go and 
have my coffee and wander around Target for a little bit. Because you can't drink your coffee when you're wearing a face mask. You can't. This episode is brought to you by Fort Worth Moms, an online parenting resource to encourage and inspire moms in North Texas and all over the world. One of the other things that I am I'm finding difficult is the lack of any kind of alone time. Yeah, Um, preach, sister. I am an introvert, and so I need to have that time to kind of refresh. And so it's it's hard to find that right now um, anywhere, which is funny because I feel like I'm in this disconnect of I'm feeling very, very lonely in this time because I miss my friends. I miss hanging out with them. Um, but at the same time, I feel very, very overwhelmed by my lack of alone time. Right. <laughs> Which is such a, you know, no, I think it, it's such it a makes mom complete to sense to me. And I think it'll make complete sense to so many other moms. I guess I can say it has been surprising to me. Although, like, if I thought about it, it shouldn't be. But the element that I have to like navigate and deal with my emotional and mental health through this and that the hardest part of parenting right now is also helping my kiddos deal with the way they are processing this emotionally and mentally. By far the biggest struggles and hardships that I have had as a parent during this quarantine time is dealing with my, like my daughter's expressions of this. We've had a lot more tantrums. We're having anger issues. Like we are having up close and personal working through some, I am sick of my sister situations. Mm -hmm. And I want to be like, that's not nice. That's not how we act. You know, like you need to be nice to her 24 hours a day, seven days a week, please, for my own sanity. But you know what? That is not how I feel. Like, I bet you money I'd be sick of my sister if I was like stuck with her as my only playmate for weeks after week. So somehow now as a parent, while I'm going through all this junk on my own, in my own head, then trying to have the ability and capability to help my kids come out of this, not hating each other um, and, and not full of like disappointment and sadness and rage and learning to deal with all that. I mean, that is a big, a big backpack to carry through all this. It is. And it's always, I mean, as moms, we're always kind of making that balance of like trying to handle our own emotions in a situation um, on top of trying to support and help our children navigate the same situation. Um, And it like, yeah, it's hard. It's really hard. Gosh, it really does add such a layer um, of, of worry and stuff to think about. But it's like a different layer. And that's why I think it feels harder Mm -hmm. is because it's different. It's unusual. Like we've not walked this road before, you know. And so it feels a bit more unsettling because it feels so unfamiliar. You know, like 
I'm not really quite sure how to handle all this stuff going into my in into my head because I've never walked this particular road before. Mm-hmm. Not as a woman and not as a mother, as a parent. So for me that it sort of gives it this edge to it that just feels sharper than what the my day-to-day struggles and hard things that we went through when life looked more familiar, I think. Yeah, I think that's a really good way to put it, that it is just this very unfamiliar layer. And we're trying to adapt and we're trying to make the most of it. Um, Okay, so in this time, what are some things that are helping you feel normal or giving you joy? Yeah, because it's not all doom and gloom and... Even though it is different, it's not all devastating. Um, You know, there are a lot of beautiful things coming out of this. Um, Believe it or not, I'm going to use the same example of the sick of my sister situation. Mm -hmm. um, That it really, even though we are pushing our limits, It's also teaching my kiddos some really good lessons at the same time that I pray and hope will make them better sisters at the end of it. Like we're getting some really good real life opportunities to really understand what patience, forgiveness, grace, all those things like actually mean. And, um, even though I long for like some breaks from the demands kind of of all this, kind of like we, we are wanting to escape um, in some ways. Um, I am, there is part of my mom's heart that is really loving the extra time with my kids. I mean, I see this particularly with my older one. Like I get these kind of bonus two months with her Um, that I don't normally have every year and and even maybe more bonus time in the summer like if summer camps and such are canceled Um, so that is a big bonus to me even though it has extra demands that come with it I am like loving having all of my chicks at home in my nest what about you there is there are some sweet things coming out and I think you're right in that it's kind of in those relationships between my kids. Um, There is a lot of fighting and there is just a lot of tension most days. But then there's a lot of times where, um, you know, I'll catch them playing together or for the first few weeks, um, my oldest child and my middle child had um, what they referred to as SO, which is sleepover, um, sleepovers in my oldest child's room. And she, they just, they just kind of snuggled up in bed and, um, you know, they, my oldest child would plan a craft or they would just play or whatever, but it was this really sweet, like way of them, I don't know, adapting better than I do, you know, where they're using this time to, um, to, to be fun and to be different and yeah, it's different, but let's make the most of it kind of thing. And so watching them, 
adapt, I think has really been a blessing. Um, you know, and, and there are things that I find myself, um, kind of clinging to, you know, how we have our little like comfort blanket type things. Um, you know, and whether it's like the frozen waffles that I can get in my grocery order or the coffee creamer that just makes my day a little bit better, or even like the live stream from my church, um, just things that make me feel like, okay, you know, these, these are little areas that bring me joy and bring me comfort. And, um, and kind of taking a moment to step back and be thankful for those things um, is really helping me kind of refocus my mindset away from the fear, the frustration, um, the confusion that's coming out of all of this. This is something that I, I feel a little bit guilty thinking sometimes because I know for so many people this is a time that is really, really, really hard and um, full of a lot of suffering, either health-wise or economically or both. And um, But there is honestly a part of me that will be a little bit sad when the girls are back in school and we're back on our busyness routine um, because the slowing down of it all, and you're right, having them all here and getting to spend this time with them, I think there is something sweet and and there are parts of this that I will want to hold on to when it's all over, you know. I've loved that for my own self and I think for my children as well, that it's helped remind me that the world doesn't revolve around me, you know, like I get so caught up in my calendar and my to-dos and, you know, how can I be most efficient and blah, 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 blah. And um, it's good for us to realize, we've talked about this a lot, like, why is school canceled? Why is da, 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 da? And it's for, like, the good of our community, you know, that we are making real-life sacrifices mm-hmm. that actually, in some ways, even cause us a little harm. Like, you know, this harms us. This is kind of a trauma. It's it is um, it is upheaval of our whole lives. It's isolating. You know, we I send my kids to school for a reason. We have gymnastics for a reason. They go to friends' houses for a reason. I I go to different things with work for a reason. I go out with girlfriends for a reason. I have date night for a reason. All those things are healthy things that we do in a part of our lives, but. You know, there will, there are like personal, some negative consequences that we will all experience from having to give those up for a while. Mm -hmm. But it is a good lesson to learn that sometimes we have to sacrifice things that are even like good and healthy for us for the well-being of other people. You know, like it is a selflessness attitude and not a selfishness attitude and this is a very practical way that you know we've been able to talk about that with our kids like we're living it like this is the real deal of what selflessness looks like right here so I'm thankful for those kind of 
like little opportunities and beauties that have popped up where I'm not sure, you know, I would have gotten it so clearly or like my kiddos would have had, you know, opportunities to really kind of understand that and to feel like they're part of it. They're participating in this, you know. It's just it's just a matter of me of reminding myself of that when I've uh, wiped the same counter for like the 85th time in yes. one day. But, you know, <laughs> we are a bag of both, aren't we? Yes, yes. But that's just it. I mean, motherhood, and we talk about this often, is um, burdensome and beautiful. And I think especially right now, both of those things are, it, they're amplified in this time, you know, to where the things that feel burdensome feel heavier, you know, um, but the things that are beautiful that are coming out of this time um, shine brighter too. Well, I don't know about you, Beth, but I would love to hear from other moms. I want you like to comment whether go to, you go to our Mom Fashions podcast Facebook page or you are on our website, fwmoms.com. But I would love to hear from other moms about what they are finding to be the burdens and the beauty during this time. And just kind of sharing together, hearing from one another, and just having a chance to put it out there to a group of women who say, uh, yeah, I understand that. I get that. I'm right there with you. Yeah, because there's such strength in solidarity. Well, we look forward to sharing with you more, and thanks for listening. All right. See you later. Hi, I'm Amanda. The hardest thing during quarantine has definitely been uh, my older boys not being able to play baseball, missing out on this baseball spring season. Um, Also, not being able to hug our family members. That's been tough. And then just overall going to the grocery store, it is a chore and something that I used to enjoy doing and now I really hate it. Um, Something that's brought us joy is spending extra time together as a family, Um, having three meals a day at the table, getting to um, learn with my fifth grader has been a huge blessing and overall just being a closer knit family. And that's actually something that I had prayed about for past year, wanting us to be together more often, have more family time. And so it kind of has been a blessing in disguise. Hi, my name's Emma. The burden of this time for our family um, has been me being sick with presumed positive for COVID-19. The virus uh, was a beast and it was really hard to beat but I'm better now and I'm really grateful for that. The other significant hardship has been worrying about our special needs children and um, feeling like they're falling behind academically and socially because we can't provide the kind of interventions that they need here at home. And the beauty of this time has been not getting our children dressed and rushed out the door every morning and um, having time to read chapter books out loud to them. Hi, I'm Lauren. One beauty I've noticed during quarantine is that my family overall is less stressed. We have no time commitments, nowhere to be. We sleep in and have a fairly relaxed schedule each day. One burden I've noticed during quarantine is that my family is familyed out. We miss school. 
We miss extracurricular activities. We miss playdates. And we just really miss having time away from each other outside of the house. This is Rebecca. And one of the burdens of the pandemic for me has been not getting to see my father who has dementia and really feeling like I may be missing some of these last moments where he really knows who I am. And one of the beauties has been seeing my 12-year-old son really step up and love and serve and engage and just have fun playing with his younger siblings. As always, visit fwmoms.com to see the notes from this show, including links to products and content mentioned in this episode. And one more time, just in case you missed it, fwmoms.com. Fort Worth Moms.